This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my podcast. I've been doing a lot of travel, a lot of interviews for my new book, God, Trump, and the 2020 Election. Probably the highlight of my tour was being on Fox News yesterday uh, and being interviewed by Steve Ducey, one of the hosts. And I've done a lot of media, but I think this is some of the most effective, and I wanted to run it on my podcast. It's only two minutes and 21 seconds, and then I'll be back with some final thoughts. Here's my interview on Fox and Friends. President Trump is set to announce guidance on constitutional prayer in public schools later today. Here to weigh in is Stephen Strang, author of a brand new book. It's called God, Trump, and the 2020 Election. Stephen, good morning to you. Good morning. Why is it important that it is uh, that children are allowed to pray in school? Maybe not out loud, but just pray. Well, you know, the joke is that as long as there's exams, there'll be prayer in school. <laughs> You're right. But it's our constitutional right. We have freedom of speech, freedom of religion. And there's been a hostile uh, view in our culture of religion. And evangelical Christians have felt this. And Donald Trump is doing some things to reverse that. And we appreciate it. Why did you write the book? Because everything about Donald Trump is from a, a political or a cultural point of view. I write about the spiritual point of view. I'm a Christian journalist. Mm -hmm. I believe that there's a spiritual dimension to everything. And I think that the hatred against Donald Trump can only be explained in spiritual terms. Christians call it spiritual warfare. You have got a, a you talk extensively about why you feel Donald Trump is the right man at the right time for evangelicals. Well, because the nation is going in a direction and finally people said enough is enough. And it's like one of the Christian leaders I quoted said, we were praying that God would raise somebody up, but we just didn't have anybody in mind. And this very unlikely person has become a champion of religious liberty, religious rights. He's promised uh, to have our back and he has. What do you mean uh, this very unlikely person? Well, who would have thought that uh, a New York billionaire who is a, a TV celebrity right. would become a champion of religious rights or, or become president of the United States? But I think he's been a great leader. He's a strong leader. Look how uh, trade deals are going even today. Look how the economy is going. I think he's been a great leader, but he doesn't get very much credit for it. Real quickly, uh, what about evangelicals in November of this year? Are they going to turn out for him? Absolutely. Um, as long as they're not complacent and stay home. And I think that his evangelical uh, percentage is even going to go up. Check out the brand new book. It is called God, Trump, and the 2020 Election. Stephen Strang, thank you very much. Thank you. you. I really want to thank uh, Fox and Friends uh, for having me on. They kind of fit me in on a busy news day. It was the day that the president signed the executive order about prayer in school, of course, which is what we talked about, but it was also the day that the articles of impeachment were uh, sent to the Senate and actually that the trial began. And so it was a great honor to be on. I originally was supposed to be on last Monday, and we were going to talk about the Lincoln Project, which is a group of Republicans who are against Trump, who are trying to sort of shame evangelicals uh, who support him. And in fact, I will uh, do a podcast on that later. Uh, but the news cycle is so fast that by the time I was on on Thursday and I kept getting bumped one day at a time, this is what happens uh, on network TV, especially when they're covering the news and the news changes so fast. And of course, yesterday was a huge news day. 
I will say that my book is doing very well. Uh, right after I was on Fox and Friends, it actually bumped up to 330. And that's out of all books in the world that Amazon sells. So, and of, co- of course, that's great. Uh, it settled down to about 600, um, which is still a very, very good number when you consider how many books are out there. And so we're starting to get a momentum, and I hope that you will want to buy it. It's available really wherever Christian books are sold. Uh, I got word from one of my staff today that told me that uh, Christian bookstores are starting to reorder. And, of course, we have a lot of copies at Walmart and Sam's and also Barnes & Noble and, and uh, some se- other secular sites. Uh, I always encourage people to either go to barnesandnoble.com or christianbooks.com where you can get it, or, of course, Amazon seems to carry everything. Um, I'll be doing a lot more media. This is not a sprint, but it's a marathon trying to get this book out and trying to really talk about the Christian uh, things that are uh, the the spiritual perspective, which is what I talked to Steve Ducey about. And um, there aren't many books about the spiritual dimension when it comes to politics and Donald Trump. Uh, of course, there are many books about Donald Trump, but but none of them really deal, or very, I should say very, very few, because, you know, there was one about the Trump prophecies, you know, a couple of years ago, but I'm not aware of any uh, recently that are about the spiritual aspect. I also uh, ask you to help me get the word out to post this on social media or buy a couple of copies to give to people. I actually have... Uh, some friends have told me that they bought several copies because they're copies they want to give to people that are kind of on the fence, or maybe they, they're they Christian people, but all they hear is just sort of the, the constant onslaught on this president. And after a while, you just it starts making you wonder if, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, you know, that's a true saying in most cases, but there have been just so many lies about this president, and I really do think it's spiritual warfare. And it's not just about Donald Trump. The people who oppose him generally oppose our entire Christian way of life. And it's like I saw a meme uh, that I thought was very funny. It, or actually, it wasn't so funny as it was true. It's a, it was uh, Donald Trump looking kind of pensive, and the headline above said, uh, they're not really after me, they're really after you. And then underneath it said, but I'm just in the way. And I really feel kind of like that, that, uh, you know, these are people that, that don't want Christian values in the, in the marketplace, by and large. I know there, there are exceptions, and, uh, you know, I try not to demonize uh, those who don't agree with me. But in my book, God, Trump, in the 2020 election, I really make an argument for why God's hand is on this man and I think there must be some kind of hedge of protection around him that he can even put up with this onslaught. It's like I've said in other settings. I quote uh, Governor Mike Huckabee, who wrote the foreword for my first book, and uh, he told me in an interview for that book that any other president would be in the fetal position in the Oval Office. And uh, But Donald Trump seems to thrive. And uh, someone even said that he hasn't seemed to age in office, which, you know, all of us have seen the pictures of how much the president seemed to age uh, when they're in office. They, the, you know, the press will show the before and after pictures. But with Donald Trump, you know, in some ways, he seems to thrive in all of this stuff. But we really need to pray for him. And we need to take authority in the spiritual realm. Those who live by the Spirit of God, who are empowered by the Spirit of God, need to take authority 
over the princes and powers of the air that would defeat our country, that would try to bring down this president, especially now that this impeachment trial is going on. Of course, the impeachment stuff uh, came up uh, right as I was sending the book to press. I did an epilogue on it, and I said that, you know, there are going to be lots of twists and turns that uh, I don't know about as I'm finishing this book. Uh, I, I said I didn't expect the impeachment thing to go anywhere, and I really don't. Uh, and it's just one more in a, in a long list of things that they're throwing to try to uh, defeat this president. And really, I believe, to defeat the plans and purposes of God, because God has a plan for America. And Donald Trump, in some intuitive way, understands that. I think that's why he relates to evangelicals, why he has spiritual people around him, and even why he articulates a vision of, like, make America great. I, it's not Donald Trump that's going to make America great. I believe that it's God who is. And America, of course, is not perfect. No country on earth is perfect. No human being on earth is perfect. Of course not. But I do believe that God has a plan and purpose for America. And uh, part of it, is, as I say in my book, is so that the gospel can go forth around the earth and so America can be a strong friend to Israel and there's lots of other examples. Then, of course, as a conservative, you know, I'm glad that President Trump is lowering taxes and that he's negotiating good trade deals and uh, reducing regulations and trying to rein the bureaucracy in uh, and making a strong military. I think those are things that are important to all Americans, whether you're a Christian or not. But, you know, we have rights in America. Going back to our Constitution, we have the right to uh, freedom of uh, speech, uh, freedom of religion, and as I mentioned on this podcast with Fox and Friends, I believe that that is why there must be freedom for students uh, to pray and to have Bible studies and so forth in school. And so I'm so glad that President Trump has signed this. I'm actually in a group that has uh, these uh, conference calls over the telephone. Uh, I was invited to be one in which they were going to sort of unpack what all this meant. Unfortunately, I was on an airplane. I was actually flying home after being on the road for nine days. And uh, I'm doing what I can to get the word out, but I really, really need your help. I really need your help. I hope you'll buy the book. I hope you'll read it. I hope you'll recommend it to your friend. And if you like the book, um, leave a review on Amazon. That would, that would mean a lot. And uh, so with that, I'll wrap up this edition of my podcast. Thank you for listening. Tune in on Monday. I have a very special podcast planned that I'll be recording later today, and I think you'll really enjoy it. I think it's very important. So thank you for listening. God bless you.